feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. Really, until April, the focus is on the World Cup. Is is this game can give us a chance, and the next unbeaten run has to start with a victory because we want the three points. We created a little bit of history on Thursday night. We'd spoken about that before. The thing about history is it's always in the past. We're looking to create more history in the future. It's another step on the road to the World Cup in Qatar 2022, which is where we want to be. Doesn't matter what anyone else does. But it's in our own hands. The Goal Radio Football Show with Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Rob McLean with OPC Energy Limited giving the call. To winter nights, a red card. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Good evening and welcome. It's the home of the Lockdown Blues banishment. We're not having it tonight, Rob, are we? No, we we are geared it. up for the big match tonight. Scotland yeah. playing in Israel. Yeah, we don't do we do not do the Blues, um, but we do do History is Behind Us. I like that one from Stevie Clark. History is always behind us. Well, he's making history he did he last is. weekend, but that is history now. Barry, you're in the blue corner, the dark blue of Scotland tonight, the former Scotland captain, Barry Ferguson. You look to be buzzing tonight for this match. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That, this is what this group of players have done the, the last couple of games look Sunday was disappointing not getting the the, the yeah. three points but I thought the performance was great going back to last Thursday the boys were different class so I, I'm fully expecting the guys to go to Israel tonight and um, get the three points look it'll be a tough game it's a tough place to go but I've got every confidence in them uh, we'll get that vital one been loving the shows over the last couple of nights it's the only way to gear up for big yeah. occasions it's the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited and we are excited to be with you every evening 5 till 7 Rob maybe a wee song in the first or second hour tonight it's well, not going to be boogieing that's afterwards <laughs> but uh, uh, I think so Yeah, but it's been a funny old week hasn't it chatting with uh, disco divas from the yeah. 70s on uh, on Monday um, yeah we're having yeah. fun with it and, and hopefully we're having fun with Scotland and we should have that team maybe around about half six um, so we'll maybe talk about the team between now and then but I guess we expect it to be pretty much with everybody being fit as we hear um, from Israel Barry the, pretty much the 11 who started against Serbia Yep Rob I've got to agree with you I think that will be he's starting 11 I think Andy Robertson has declared himself fit so I don't see him making any any changes I thought the boys the eight changes he did make I thought the boys come in and done really well yeah. on Sunday, but I think that eleven against um, Serbia were it was sorry his strongest his strongest team. Captain Andy Robertson, he's showing some appetite to play and to lead the country because we know that Liverpool have got so many injury problems, but he's he's focused on doing it for Scotland. Yeah, look, it would have been easy for for Andy to, to say, look, I, I'm not fat enough and I want to go back to Liverpool, but it just shows you. What's the, the difference that Stevie Clark's made? Um, I mean, you look at the, the squad he picked, 27 players, two, two went out injured um, and 25 have, have turned up. You never really see that happen. Um, you always see four or five, but it's great to see that 
the captain's made himself available for tonight if you want to call in 0808 17 17 700 you know the number as well as we do you can text a message go plus your message to 87474 and we're on the socials at Go Football Show some other headlines Rob we're always first with the news uh, Alan McCoy's been talking up Jack Wilshire could he be on the way to Rangers and uh, more reports could Fraser Foster be back at Celtic in January yeah well that's a really intriguing one isn't it and the, and the Celtic fans loving the prospect any mention of, of Fraser Forster because the jury's still out on uh, Vasilis Barkas that would be the the kind version um, yep. of, of how the Celtic fans feel about a guy who was obviously signed as a replacement for Fraser Forster but it's a bit like uh, Ollie McBurney standing in for Lyndon Dykes at the moment um, you know taking over from Fraser Forster w- was always uh, going to be such a, a tough ask and at the moment Scott Baines the man in possession Barry so any prospect of Fraser Forster coming back again well the Celtic fans for sure would jump at that Yep, it was always going to be a big, uh, be a big ask there's, there's no doubt about it He's a, a top class goalkeeper But if, if the rumours are true Why not in the summer just go and push your boat out And make sure you're getting a, a top class goalkeeper A guy you know that's going to perform week in, week out um, And as I said, I, I thought last season He was the difference in a lot of the games When Celtic weren't playing well You just need to look back at the League Cup final I thought he won it for Celtic He was outstanding and then there was countless other games that he was he was great in. Um, so, look, I'm sure the, the Celtic fans will be delighted at the prospect of maybe getting Foster back in. It takes time to settle for some players. Remember at Rangers, Mark Haitley. At the yep. beginning, people thought, and he became one of the great strikers. Do you think for Barkas, given time, he hasn't done anything terrible, he just hasn't produced any of the big saves at the, at the vital moments. Do you feel for somebody coming to a club with a five million tag, coming to Rangers, or in this case, Celtic, What's it like, Barry, when you arrive with that kind of tag? Yeah, look, it's it's totally different when you come to a, a, a club like Celtic or Rangers. The, it's the expectations and the, the the things that are put on your shoulders as a, as a player. That Barkas would never have came across this before in his life. So I think you've got to give him time. There's no doubt that he's a, a good uh, goalkeeper. He, he's proven that in the past. Um was it the was so, it the Ferenc Faros game that that he was there was a question mark over him for the the winning goal in that game? Um, yeah, but look, when you're a goalkeeper, you're always in the spotlight. If yeah, you make yeah. a mistake, it's okay for a defender at times or a midfielder or a, a forward to miss a chance. But when you're a goalkeeper, you're always put in the spotlight. I do think he's still a a very good goalkeeper. Um, he just needs a bit yeah. more time to settle in. And I don't think Neil Lennon would have went and spent the five million pound on him if he didn't think he was a, a top-class goalkeeper. But it's always hard the previous season when you've had a guy like Fraser Foster in goal, who, who I think, if he was playing at this moment in time, he would be challenging for that number one spot in the England national team. Yeah, he was and a talisman for Celtic last season, wasn't he? He, he was. knew they had, they had Fraser Foster, he was back, and it made a difference for them. Yeah, and these things are better or easier with the benefit of hindsight yeah, as well, of aren't they? Yeah. But you look at it now, and you look at how much Celtic have... Uh, offloaded to to bring in Barkas. Now, it was four and a half, five million pounds, but I'm not. Sh- I don't know what the down payment was. I don't know how mm. much they've paid so far mm. for him. But but certainly a significant sum of money. And you think now because nobody is totally convinced about him so far. You think well, if if Celtic had pushed the boat out and used some of that money mm-hmm. to try to to make sure they got Fraser Forster back because he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he, he's on big money at Southampton. We know that. But maybe had, if Celtic had thrown a bit of the Barkas money at Forster, maybe yep. they could have got him back. I think it's a question that needs to be asked. Um, I mean, I think having a top class goalkeeper 
does make you a stronger team. There's no doubt about it. And Fro- Foster and made Celtic a stronger, um, a stronger team. But I, I think it's a waste of talent. He's, he's sitting mm-hmm. on the bench down yeah. at Southampton. Surely the guy now. I know he's on a fortune. He, he earns a lot of money, but I, I think he's. Uh, He's earned pretty well in his career and I think he's at a, a stage in his career he needs to, play. to play. He's yeah. got to want to play and yeah. this may be an opportunity. Maybe he sat on the bench and thought to himself, right, do you know what, I do need to go and play and maybe Celtic might come in. But listen, I think it's going to cost a lot of money for that to happen. OK, Celtic fans, what do you think? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 as we wind up towards the match. Israel against Scotland, 7.45 kick-off. And just the thing that Rob mentioned there, Jack Wilshire being uh, touted by Ali McCoyst, or Alex mentioned him. Could you see him moving to Rangers? Well, I think it's an area the. the the squad or the, the pitch that Rangers are pretty strong. So they've, strong got, yeah. they've got six midfielders vying for three positions. Now, don't get me wrong, Jack Walsh, I've played against him um, yeah. a few times. I've watched him a lot of times. He's a quality midfielder. He's just struggled through injury yeah. um, over the last few seasons. How highly do you rate him when he is playing? Yeah, I, I think uh, if he's playing week in, week out, he's definitely a contender to get into that England squad. That's how highly I rate him. But could it upset the apple cart were you to bring in a big name like Jack Wiltshire when you've actually got a, a really strong competitive situation, as you say, already, Barry? I mean, already there's a struggle. There are really good players who can't get into that starting lineup for Rangers. If you brought in Wiltshire, you're making it even worse. Yeah, but I think he knows he would need to fight for his place to get in that team. I think there's there's guys in that midfield just now, as we mentioned, six players vying for the three positions. Look, if it's if it's possible, I would I would go and try and get him. That's how highly I rate him. He's I think he's only he's still only twenty eight. Um, so there's a lot of football to be played in there. Um, but he might be at an age where he wants to play week in week out, and I don't think the manager could. Um, Guarantee him that it's a massive season, Paul, isn't it? It's, it's that high pressure season, and and these these are the sort of signings that actually potentially could make a big difference. Fraser Forster would make a big difference to Celtic, mm-hmm. not not just him in goals, but the effect that somebody like that playing behind the ten outfield has on the whole performance. And someone like Jack Wilshire, because of his quality, because of his reputation, where Rangers were Rangers to to bring him in, it would just be a statement, wouldn't it? About yeah, we're all you know we're already mm-hmm. nine points ahead, we're, and we're going to throw this at you. It'd certainly be a statement from Rangers to bring him in, and the same with Celtic if if they do decide to go and try and get Foster, it's a statement of intent to go and try and win the league um, and you want as much quality players coming up here because l- let's be honest us as a nation just now we're on a real high yeah. and I wouldn't surprise me if players want to come up here and play now Outrageous fans what do you think 0808 17 17 700 and that's a good point you made would this upset the apple cart because it's uh, Rangers are so strong in the midfield yeah but listen yeah, you, yeah. you always want competition for places can you have too many can you have too many players no I, look you, you can have too many, but if you look at Rangers squad just now, there is space for one or two to come in. Um, and as you know, as the season goes, there's a lot of games. It's a different season. Um, Rangers at this moment in time, and so are Celtic, are playing three games a week. Yeah. Um, so there is going to be injuries, there's going to be suspensions, there's going to be loss of form. So you need to make sure you've got that quality to step in. And I guess Rangers are also thinking uh, and they can confidently be thinking at the moment about European football after Christmas as well because of where they are in their group. I mean Celtic have, have got a lot to do now to to get to the knockout stages of the Europa 
Rangers are I've got one step in the knockout stages already so they've got those European games upcoming to dovetail in with all the Premiership stuff plus Scottish Cup and League Cup involved as well yeah I always say it before Christmas it's good being in Europe it's one mm. once you get after Christmas and you go into the new year the League Cup comes into play Scottish Cup if you're still in Europe and then obviously you've got your bread and butter um, the, the league title so there's going to be a lot of games look Rangers are still not there they've, but as you say Rob they've got one foot in it um, so look another one or two signings I would be happy with Barry Ferguson and Rob McLean almost danced into the studio tonight not together socially distanced because you're buzzing for this match Israel against Scotland I, I can't yeah. wait look it excites me this, this Scotland team and this is what the manager and the players have done to us will we take some calls Let's do yeah. it. 0808171700 with 70 odd thousand hits for the Yes Sir I Can Boogie, <laughs> which our own Cy Ferry had a big hand in with Anti Considine. It's amazing the way it has gone viral worldwide. And uh, we've got a, a great Scotland fan coming on now, Ted Christopher. Many of you will know him from the Tartan Army, a great singer, a songwriter, and has been singing pre games. Well, Ted, for. Uh, too He's not as a good mention. dancer as us, but... Uh, well, let's speak, find speak for yourself. Well, Ted, good evening and welcome <laughs> to the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy yeah. Limited. Good evening, how are you? I'm very well, very well. Uh, beginning to get pumped up for tonight's game. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just hear a wee bit of your latest song. You've got a song for tonight, haven't you, for the for the past yeah, few matches? Yeah, I've done a 1990 yeah. World Cup song and uh, I've just sort of brought it up to date. So. Yeah, OK. Well, here we go. That's just the end of it then. More no. to come. Uh, Ted, the line <laughs> roaring with pride. Uh, how did you feel then on Thursday night when we finally oh, qualified? Uh, euphoric. Um, it was just nuts. Uh, I've seen so many videos on on Facebook of guys doing exactly the same as I did, just jumping at their seat and just jumping about the living room like an idiot. Um, we should have been together. We should have been... I should have been in Belgrade. Yep. Um, but uh, enjoying it tremendously. And you'll be looking forward, hopefully, all together, you know, with the vaccine and everything. And uh, next summer, then at Hampden Park and also at Wembley. Yeah. Um, I just um, I pray that COVID's away by then and that we get um, full houses at, at both the stadiums and get a chance to have a serious party before the games mm-hmm. and afterwards as well yeah Barry because we miss the fans so much although obviously <laughs> we did brilliantly last week but can you imagine how this is going to be now when the fans hopefully are back in next summer yeah as Ted just says there I mean last Thursday's game um, I think there would have been 10,000 plus Scotland fans over there to, to join in the party with the with the boys after the game and it's listen I'm a big believer in look, fans are everything fans are what make football um, for me so hopefully come the tournament next summer um, the games against Czech Republic and Croatia we've got Hamden full did, did you hear the guy on the show last night the, the, the fan who was in the stadium yeah. in Belgrade because he was working over there yeah. and he so he, he had a choice of about uh, 3,000 seats to sit in he was a Scot at the game I mean just yeah. a, that's just a moment in time we'll, we'll remember that for the rest of his life he was there we were all dreaming about it Ted, that is one to tell uh, you know children and the grandchildren, isn't it? How do you think we're going to do tonight? Because that's we need to refocus now. Uh, you know they parted quite rightly; they were entitled to it. Then they lost uh, on Sunday. What about tonight? This match with Israel. 
Oh, I think we'll win the day. Um, I'm I'm confident with this side. That, um, and although we lost uh, on Sunday, um, the first half was great. Yep. And to do that with was it eight changes? Yeah. Um, that's it's been a long time since we had a depth of squad that would come out and play like that. Mm. I mean, okay, we lost on Sunday, but I mean the, yep. the confidence that we got from the first half and the way they played was was great. I just hope that's going to continue, Ted, because I mean it is. It's it's great to think about sitting down watching Scotland and feeling relaxed and feeling confident about it, rather than maybe watching through the cracks in your fingers, as as has been the case not 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 oh, so long I, ago. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've done that. Um, a lot of people have done it on the television, and thousands of us have done it at every game. Uh, it's it's been nerve wracking. See, see what I love. Be, still be nerve wracking, but a positive nerve wracking is better than a negative one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what I love listening to the manager speak. Yeah, that's in the past. I, I love that kind of attitude. They're just looking forward now. Tonight, mm. that's their main focus to get the three points and go into the the the, the top group. That's the kind of attitude. And that's why I'm I'm confident. Listen, they enjoyed last Thursday. Sunday was disappointing in terms of the result, but I thought the performance, as I said, they made eight changes, but. That group of players and that management um, team, they're fully focused on getting that three points tonight. Let's hear the manager then, for Ted and for everybody, about squad selection for tonight. No, I think the, the performance on Sunday was good. I said that after the game. Anybody that watched it would know that. We, we didn't get the result we wanted, which puts a little bit more pressure on tomorrow night's game. No, as, as far as selection, I want, I want the lads to make it as difficult as, as possible for me to make that selection, so they've done that. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of... A lot of uh, players put their hat in the ring definitely on Sunday in, term, in terms of performance but I, I think if you if you put um, put those players the ones who came in alongside the 11 who started in Serbia it would be pretty difficult to dislodge any one of those players who were on the pitch well three of them were subbed late on of course but in the 90 minutes but the, the starting lineup for that game that ultimately qualified qualified us for the Euros yeah it's a great problem Stevie Clark's got it? it's just shown me with the performance on Sunday that the players that are sitting on that bench last Thursday are more than capable of coming in and, and um, making a, a challenge to get in that starting 11 but if you're asking my opinion I think that starting 11 last Thursday in Serbia is his strongest at this moment in time yeah. Yeah, is that your feeling too? yeah I think every fan has um, their own opinion about who should be on the park for the, the start Uh but it's it's just great to have that argument that guys are arguing about quality players that should be starting, as opposed to, uh, well, who else could we look for in the English second division that might do a job, you know? It's, uh, it's just great compared with some of the years that we've had in the past. Yep. Uh, can you believe, Ted, before you go, we need to go to a break now, but uh, all those years with the Tartan Army, there, there is a cruel irony, isn't there, that there's been nobody there, apart from the listener we had on last night, very few people were there, uh, because the Tartan Army do so much, they do so much good, they raise money uh, for charities to every place they go. What would you say to your fellow Tartan Army members then about the about the coming year? It's going to be dependent on COVID as far as actually turning up at the games is concerned. Uh, in heart, we are going to be there big time. Um, hopefully, we can be there in person and just make the sort of noise that we heard when we went in when we went into the lead against England at London. Yeah. Uh, that was just uh, something else. Phenomenal. Score line tonight, then. I know you think it. Well, wait, we're all thinking and hoping it's going to be a Scotland win. Would you give us a score? Uh, I think we'll win two one. Two one. 
Thanks yeah. very much. Listen, Ted, listen, another blast. Let's hear it, Rob, just before we go to the break. This could uh, this could be a future one for us for, from Ted. <laughs> Barry, good luck to Ted. Yep, cheers, yeah. Ted. Thanks yeah, very much. Looking forward to hearing the whole thing. <laughs> okay, quick break, then we're back. There's some news coming, breaking news from the SFA from Rob next. Sorry, mate, I was... The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, Paul Cooney, Rob McLean, Barry Ferguson... Barry, an hour and a half to go to kick off. Former Scotland Rangers captain. What's it like for the players now? What are they doing? They've arrived at the ground. Yeah, they'll do, they'll just be fully focused on the game in hand. The manager would have went through everything um, at the hotel before they travel to the the stadium. So now it's the blinkers on and, and fully focused on what jobs, what roles they've got within the the team and. Um, that'll be it just get out get the warm up you just want the game to start basically when you get to the stadium there is a bit of hanging about at times and it gets a bit boring um, so the, the guys will be itching at the bit to get started in the next hour you can win the chance for a PS5 I've been listening to Rob and trying I, to get I, one <laughs> I, I think he's got to ask them tonight as well I think I'm going to ask Rob to do the actual questions because it's great and we'll try We'll try and answer it okay we'll do the scoring in the second hour yep. yeah I'm looking forward yeah, to that yeah. yeah it should be good uh, Rob we're going to give the team shortly we don't have the team yet for Scotland but there is some breaking news yeah. from the SFA yeah there is Paul and the news is that uh, the Scottish FA's uh, performance director Malky Mackay stepped down from the job after four years uh, former Celtic defender of course in his time who was successful in management in England oversaw the uh, Scottish FA's elite development strategy and player pathway to the, the national squad but uh, on the back of Scotland having qualified last Thursday for the European Championships he says and I quote it's the right time to step down says Malky Mackay I'm proud to have served Scottish football I care deeply about the Scottish game and about the role the SFA plays in leading a nurse it. We have some of the most passionate, knowledgeable and committed coaches around and it's no real surprise to me that a new generation of confident, brave and technical players are now emerging. He took over from Brian McClare in December 2006. McClare, of course, was less than 18 months in the job. So no explanation other than that as to why he's gone. Of course, there was a lot of talk uh, recently about uh, the Scottish FA's finances, um, but of course they've just had a massive boost. Nine million. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Has that come too late? Well, possibly. Maybe, maybe the decision had been already made. And I, I mean, I was just—I was actually just going to say earlier in the show. I wondered whether Ian Maxwell, the Scottish mm. FA chief executive, might be doing the team talk tonight instead of Stevie Clark, because again, uh, there's there, there are pound signs written all over this match tonight. Because if Scotland get promoted to the the, the top group of seed seeded clubs, it means that we're rubbing our shoulders with all the big teams, and it means we're going to be playing really potentially lucrative matches against big nations hopefully with the fans back and that means big crowds at Hamden Yeah it was worrying when it came out a couple of weeks ago obviously people haven't to lose their jobs at the SFA but obviously last Thursday night as you say was £9 million into the coffers and then I'm thinking to myself well hopefully it's not going to cost people their jobs they'll, they'll be able to keep it so I'm a bit surprised with, with Malky look I know Malky was an ex-international teammate and I think he's done a fine job since he's come up here, as he just mentioned there. He has nurtured a few young, um, exciting players coming through. And you're starting to see now with the under-21s, albeit a disappointing result last night, 
but you just need to look at the, the amount of quality players they've got there and I think 18s and 16s as well have got a lot of um, good young players so I'm a bit surprised that he's he's chosen but maybe he thinks it's ran his course and he's, he's wanting to try something different. Then. He knows the game inside out, doesn't he? Rob? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had a tough time. His departure down in England was tough, of course. But uh, he's bounced back and done a great job with Scotland. But it's an area that's, that's really closely scrutinised and it's it's been an area of Scottish football that's, that's been pretty harshly criticised in the past as well, hasn't it? We've had quite a few different performance uh, directors over the years we've changed direction a few times over the years and really what you want in that in that area of youth development um, Barry is continuity isn't it yeah. Be- because you know it's a, it's a bit like at club level where the, if the manager's results aren't good he gets the boot and that's it but below the surface you actually want continuity in terms of the production of good young players in terms of Malky's job I think it's one of the most important jobs in Scotland because um, we, we've got to see young talent coming through I, I don't think we see enough um, certainly at um, club level um, but over the last year or two you have started to see one or two now break through and, and show that these performance skills are actually actually working So um, Malky has played a part Yeah, yeah he's over definitely the past four played, years Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely played a part he changed a few things when he, he, he took the job on um, so listen he can go away and hold his, his head up high um, he's done his job and as I said maybe he just thinks it's time for somebody else now to come in and, and take over Right, more calls coming in this weekend we've got Hibs against Celtic among others on Saturday Dundee United Hamilton Kilmarnock against Ross County Livingston St Mirren and St Johnson Motherwell and then on Sunday match of the weekend Rangers Aberdeen although Celtic's match at Hibs as well Rob they're two great games at the weekend a Rangers fan on the line now it's Rory Rory good evening Hello, how's it going? Ah, good, thanks. What's in your mind tonight? How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. Yeah, it was um, just a, a question for Barry, just for obviously the start Rangers have had. Um, this season's been absolutely brilliant. But I was going to ask him a question. Um, how does he think this current Rangers team compares to the, the last title winning side that he played in in 2009? And who do you think would win in a one-off game between the two if they, if they played each other? <laughs> good, good question, Rory. That, that's a very good question. Um, look, I would, need an, I would need to answer that question once this current group win um, the league title. Look, I, I think they've got every opportunity this year. This is certainly um, the most that I've enjoyed watching Rangers since the managers took over. Look, I, I think each year he's, he's progressed them. Um, but this is the strongest squad he's had. There's no doubt in my mind about it. And the way that they're, they're playing, um, not just with the ball, the, the biggest thing that jumps out at me is that they're work rate off the ball have, um, we, have we just seen the Fergie sidestep no for that question no, no, yeah, listen, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've are you building, up, are you building no, up to an answer here no I've got to back my, my, my team that I've played in obviously <laughs> you, um, he's trying to be Piers Morgan there isn't he <laughs> <laughs> okay. but listen I'll yeah. be first to congratulate this yeah. group if they, they win something that, that's the only thing they're missing that, then the manager knows that he says that plenty of times it's all good and well when you're winning games and getting three points on a Saturday and doing brilliantly in Europe um, but this group of players now need to bring silverware back to Ibrooks and look the manager knows it and the players know it and that's why I keep saying to everybody I see a total different mindset at Rangers just now Rory do you see that? Yeah yeah no I think I think just what Barry was saying it's the strongest squad we've got but you know looking at the, the starting eleven, you look at it kind of last year and it's very much the same as, as what we've had like you know what we've still got now and I wonder what you kind of think that's down to. I think it's just a, 
like the whole team having a, a pre-season together or you know maybe the no fans in the stadium do you think it's just a, a little less pressure on them they feel I think it's a mixture of, of quite a few things I think they've obviously learnt from their mistakes coming back off the winter break and the, the way they performed after that um, it, it wasn't good enough I think the what you're seeing as well it is basically the same starting 11 if you look at it um, from last year with, with but a, what you're maybe, seeing maybe with, a different, maybe with a different mentality Barry 100% there's a different um, mindset of this group of players but what you're seeing is there's more strength and depth in the sidelines mm-hmm. sitting on that bench um, you just need to see he, he can go and change it I don't think if we're talking about last year I don't think the manager could have went and made four or five changes this year is no. a difference these guys who he's making the changes after the European games are coming in and it's just going along smoothly so he has definitely I think his recruitment's been good certainly a lot better in, in previous mm-hmm. seasons his recruitment's yeah. been really good I think he'd done it really early which I think's important as well because what you do is when you sign players you get them into the group quickly get them used to the surroundings and listen when you're at Rangers the demands and expectations on top of your shoulders is something that some players have never felt before and Rob that's the charge on Stephen Gerrard in the springtime of last season before Covid that the uh, demands of being the Rangers manager and players they, they, weren't, they weren't doing well at all. They came back from Dubai and that roughly the same group of players were so underperforming. I wonder what happened. What's changed that they're now playing so well and so consistently? Well, maybe it's all about learning a lesson. Maybe yeah. it's all about toughening up on the back of what happened there and everybody's saying, we ain't going to let that happen again. We ain't going to crumble post-turn of the year as happened before um, because they, they fell away spectacularly as Celtic uh, hit the consistency yeah. button and just drove on to it towards the title they, they can't I mean Rangers can't afford to let that happen again and you can see I think that that, mm. that sort of determination in mm. their in their performances it, it, it is a it does look like a better mentality and and Stephen Gerrard will be demanding it because it's, it's an important season for him uh, as much as it is for Rangers in terms of his reputation he, he needs to win something yep going back to the manager I listened to him earlier on in the season um, and he used lockdown to speak to his staff, go through a lot of things. Where did we go wrong? And I think they've come up with a solution. And as soon as we've come out, out of lockdown, the football's been allowed back. They were allowed to start back pre-season. I think they've sat down as a group and pinpointed where they've went wrong. Um, sometimes it's good to open up as a group where went wrong because I thought the first six months of the season were, were excellent. They go and get that fantastic result at Celtic Park, then they go away, they went a break and they come back and it was a different team to me. Total different team, it was the same players but I don't know what was up with them. So now what I'm seeing is, is just a, a, a different mentality as Rob just mentioned there, a different mindset. I, I think they know what's at stake this year. I think the manager knows that he needs to win a trophy and I th- I'm really confident in him that he, he can do it this season. Rory? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I just think, obviously with the disappointment last year, I wonder if they just kind of, they're going to use that as a, a bit of motivation to, you know, you know, obviously they want to feel that again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if that will just be a, a big help to them yeah, as well. Rory, I, I'm, I've got no doubt in my mind they'll, they'll use that as an inspiration as, as last uh, from last season. I'm sure they'll, they'll sit down and think to themselves, it was so close. Um, and then, it was just crazy how it fell apart 
and Celtic just motored on and you've got to give, you've got to give Celtic credit because yeah. they come back they <laughs> after an old firm defeat and the criticism they got after that game they come back fighting yeah. so Rangers they now as I said with Celtic nine points behind I know they've got two games in hand what I like about this Rangers uh, the Rangers manager and the Rangers players after every game they're coming out and they're being respectful because they know that Celtic are going to come back yeah. I wouldn't be sitting in that dressing room thinking ah do you know what Celtic are not the same team. Celtic are the same yeah. team. Yeah, well, Celtic you have, to, you have going... to expect them to come to come back at you, don't you? hundred percent. But, yeah. but I'm just thinking about Stephen Gerrard, the player, and how much he would have hated that. That that. Well, as a player, he probably didn't know that experience too often of a team crumbling mm-hmm. as as Rangers mm-hmm. did after after the winter break last season. I mean, that must have he must have taken that so badly that you know, in his own mind, he must have said to himself and all the players and and mm-hmm. coaches around him, this cannot happen again. Yep, there, there must have been a lot of soul searching and a, a lot of chats and and um, a lot of meetings. And as I said, I, I I think they're on the the right path, but I don't think they'll get carried away. I, I honestly believe that they know that Celtic are just behind them, and at any time you've got to understand and respect that Celtic can come back strongly. So Rangers need to worry about themselves and take the old cliche. You've got to just take each game as it comes. Rory, what's the scoreline tonight for you? Scotland and Israel. What do you reckon? Don't think I'll be high scoring. I think I'll go go one 0 Scotland. One 0 mm. Rory, thanks very much. That was a good call. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Rob McLean, and Barry Ferguson. The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Monday to Friday, five till seven pm. You can call us 0808 17 17 700. Text Go plus your message to 874 74. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. What do you think for tonight? Two hours and two minutes away, Israel against Scotland. Manager Stevie Clark looking ahead to the game and discussing Israel. The recent games have been have been close. Obviously, there was, was a penalty shootout. The last one, the one before, was one one. Before that, was a one goal win to either country. So we expect a tough night. I watched them play against Czech Republic through the uh, on Sunday night, and they, they, Israel played very well again. Uh, I know everyone keeps knocking them down and saying that. They're not the strongest team in the group, but they're a good team with, with a lot of good players and dangerous players. And we respect them, and hopefully we can beat them. Rob, Barry, what do you reckon with the team lineup? We should have it in half an hour or so. Rob, is it going back to the, the team that did so well in Serbia? Yeah, yeah. It's, diff- it's difficult to see anything other than that, to be honest. So th- this was the team that started in, in Serbia. Marshall and goals, back three, McTominay, Gallagher and Tierney. The wing-backs are Donald and Robertson. Jack and McGregor sitting in front. The sitting midfield players ahead of them, McGinn and Christie supporting Lyndon Dykes up front. And uh, I think we reckon, Barry, that's a pretty exciting lineup, and we'd like to see it again. Yeah, listen, I'm it down myself and when I look at that it does excite me that team um, I, I look right through the spine and I, I said it um, last Friday I thought the spine of the team was unbelievable I thought Marsh Gallagher Jack McGregor McGinn Dykes and Christie um, that, that's the that's the engine room in that, that midfield I thought Jack McGregor were exceptional as well so no look that, that team for me is a very very good Scotland team every single player played a part yeah, yeah look I don't like uh, listen it's sometimes it's hard to single people out right. you know what I mean but I, I thought as a group collectively I thought they were, they were all outstanding there was there was I mean everybody was a 10 out of 10 um, 
I love, it, Barry, I, lo- I love the togetherness yeah. uh, about the squad. I love the, the body language at the moment. And I saw a little thing on uh, YouTube the other day. It was done by the, the Scottish FA's communications department where they had the coach, all the coaches round in a semicircle mm-hmm. having a chat with them. So it was Stevie Clark and it was Stephen Reid and it was John Carver, uh, who he knows from his Newcastle days, of course, and it was Stevie Woods, the goalkeeper's coach. And it was really interesting. And they all got on. What was obvious about it was they all got on so well. It was They communicated so well. They were having a laugh together. They're, there's a real bond among the coaches as well and you can just see exactly what Stevie Clark's put together be it coaches or players Yep, that's what he's, he's created a real good spirit amongst everybody you can see that with the players that they, they fight together they scratch together um, and when they get the ball they, they play really good football as well That that's the thing that's it's exciting me um, when Steve Clark took over it was um, in terms of he was just making sure we're going to be solid not concede and i I watched them closely I thought step by step each game there was a gradual improvement and it all came together last last Thursday night I thought in terms of off the ball they were brilliant but with the ball that's the thing that excited me I thought they were excellent Looking forward to the match, Rob. Yeah, yeah and, and then the performance in Slovakia, where yeah. I mean, yeah. Stevie Clark couldn't have dreamed that the team would create as many good goal-scoring chances than that, and it was it was hard to be- because of what's been happening in the last yeah. couple of games. It was hard to believe that none of those chances yeah. were were taken. He's going to have a tough um, a, a tough week or two deciding when uh, he's got to pick his the twenty-three. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be tough because he picked twenty-seven for the, for this um, mm. this three games. Uh, so, is it, three, is, it, is it three goalkeepers in the twenty-three as well? Three goalkeepers, yeah. so yeah. twenty outfield players, wow. um, and you, you've still got James Forrest, who's not been in the squad. Ryan Fraser was in the squad, obviously pulled out injured. Um, so it's going to be a tough one, and he's going to have to disappoint some players um, that have probably played a part in yeah. getting to the, the the Euros. But that's football. We, we, that's what you paid for, isn't it? If yeah, the manager, he's, got, he's yeah. got to make tough decisions. But do you know what? It's a great position for him to be in as well. Sure. And, there are, f- and there are people knocking on the door as well. I mean, you've got the likes of Kevin Nisbet scored again for, yeah. for Hibs uh, in the League Cup uh, at the weekend. Um, you've got the McCrory and, and your and nephew, Lewis Ferguson at Aberdeen. Yeah. They, it, these guys, I mean, Alan Campbell at Motherwell, yeah. uh, David Turnbull, you know, th- these are good players. They are mm-hmm. knocking on the door. And, and, you know, you immediately think, well, midfield, we're really well equipped midfield wise. But, yeah. but the, these guys are going to be champing at the bit because opportunity knocks. Yep. We're going to come back to that because we're going on to the lines again. William's on from Cope Ridge. Hi, William. Hi, guys. Hi, welcome Hi, William. to the show. What's in your mind tonight? Uh, basically, it's to do with your football. So, obviously, looking through the ranks, Celtic and Rangers dominate for years. When the players get to 1920, they'll start getting released and go to teams like Motherwell, Hibs, Dundee United, things like that. And Celtic and Rangers then go and look to those clubs. Mm-hmm. So, really, it's just try to understand why these players aren't getting identified when they're 16, 17, getting brought to Celtic, like, like David Tumble, for example, and have them ready to come into the first team straight away, instead of having to release all the boys that they've brought through the ranks to then sign other teams. Right, so you're a Celtic fan and you feel that some players get away. Yeah, yeah I, so I, I can see where William's coming from, but I think now a lot of these players are looking at likes of your Motherwells and Hamilton Ackies that they're going to get an opportunity when they're 17 and 18 if, yeah. if sorry they do go to a Rangers or Celtic they've obviously got the money to go out and buy a 3, 4, 5 million pound player so it's going to be I think you've got to be an exceptional talent to break through at Rangers and Celtic I think that's why you see like the guys that um, Williams just mentioned like David Turnbull he's took the opportunity 
mean I would imagine that Rangers or Celtic were all over the top of him when he was a 15, 16 year old boy but I think a lot of the parents are, are saying to their, their kids look if you go here or even the coaches at Murdo if you come here and we think you're good enough at 17 we'll give you the opportunity to step into the first team I think that's why these these um, young boys are taking the opportunity to go to the, the lesser clubs it's a tough decision, isn't it? I mean, Lewis, Lewis comes to mind. Your your nephew, well, Lewis, who who obviously came through, who developed, was ultimately developed into first team football at Hamilton. Well, Lewis was um, at Rangers until he was fifteen year old. Um, so he was in there from ten year old to um, fifteen or nine year old. I can't exactly remember five or six years, and then Rangers um, obviously let him go for a number of reasons, and then Hamilton took him on, um, and they developed him for the three. The three years broke into the Hamilton team and obviously Aberdeen then came in and, and, and paid the, the the fee to take him up to um, Aberdeen. Can you remember, how did he feel at the time then when he was yeah, th- This is what yeah. the issue I've got when a lot of these young boys at 15 and 16 are with a Rangers or Celtic or for that matter a Dundee United yeah. or an Aberdeen or yeah. Murrow or whatever. When they're told they're not getting offered a, a full-time contract there's no help for these kids. Mm-hmm. These kids then become disillusioned and and fall away for the game. And there's there's a lot of boys that get the knockback. And for me, they've still got a lot of quality. I still think they've they've got every chance of having a future in the game. Um, but with Lewis, he's, he could have easily listen. It was a hard knock for him, mm-hmm. but um, he went there. And I, I think he's for me the type of uh, personality is he's desperate to prove Rangers wrong that they were. Um, that they let him go at 15 which I think is the right attitude to have but listen no everybody's got the same sort of mentality and I feel for these these young boys that are um, left in the lurch when they're told they're not good enough Yeah and Ross McCrory his teammate at Aberdeen is, is in the process of trying to prove Rangers wrong as well at, story, at, yeah. a, at a later stage of course you know because he's he's now 22 I think Ross McCrory yep. um, Rangers decided he was surplus t- to requirements um, and he's flourishing at Aberdeen and, and he is showing every sign of, of proving but, Rangers wrong yep exactly but on the other hand as well see when if you're Rangers and Celtic and they get to 19 and 20 maybe they've had 3 or 4 years full time football then these players are let go from the, the old firm um, again they've got with the expectations that they're going to break in they feel let down and then they're lost to the game I see, I see it happen to so many youngsters that fall away for the game um, and I think there needs to be something in place to help these kids because it is it's a, it's a hard knock for them to take Yeah. so William's bringing up a good point isn't he? yeah, yeah. excellent yeah. point I mean it's something I'm passionate about I come through a, a youth policy myself yeah. um, and it's something that I always look at and I think I think we can get better up here as a as a country William looking, looking yeah. after these kids mm-hmm. if they're 15 or 16 or or 19 or 20. You've been saying that for a few weeks, Barry, and that's something we'll return to. William, anything else you want to say on it? You obviously care passionately uh, about you know the youths coming through. Just with it as well, do you think it's more down to fan demand? So instead of Celtic going out spending, like Barkas, for example, £5 million on a goalkeeper, mm-hmm. who now the fans are saying is not good enough, could they have maybe brought through Duhan, it's at is it, uh, Ross County, is that... Um, instead of going to spend that money, would the fans not be happy with bringing in a youth keeper? I think it's possible doing that as well. Same with Lyndon Dykes. I think if both Celtic Rangers could have done with him this year, if yeah. they'd went to buy him instead of going to spend the money on our strikers, it probably wouldn't have been good enough. I think the, th- the thing about Ross doing is, I mean, I, you know, I guess Celtic 
Mark's answer to that would be that he's not ready. But you know, in, in a year or two, maybe after a couple of loan spells, you know, he was down at United, wasn't he? He's at Ross County at the moment. Um, yeah. He might he might be ready. He's playing for the Scotland under twenty ones. You know, a year, give him a year or two, and he mm. might well be be knocking uh, on the door. But he's but he's not ready. Whereas you, when you talk about London Dykes, well, you know, he he mm. was he was ready. Uh, I, I, I'm amazed yeah. that, that 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 he left Scottish football. That yeah. that that I mean, you know, when you look at Rangers at the moment, they, they don't particularly need London Dykes. But but I think Celtic, who've had all sorts of mm. question marks over, over the striking position for all sorts of reasons in the last few months, mm. surely. London Dykes for maybe down payment of three quarters of a million would have been a great signing I think in terms of what William's saying like the young goalkeeper that's went up to Ross County there's no doubt he's got a lot of talent but at Celtic and Rangers you're under pressure straight away and I think the old firm like to send him out for a year or two I mean you could you could there's only a handful over the last 20 years that have actually come in at a young age and stayed in the team um, so th- that's why when you're at these bigger clubs I think the bigger clubs like to send them out and loan get the experience watch them closely and then if they think they're, they're good enough they'll bring them back and then they'll, um, they'll put them in the first team but it's a good point he makes yep. I mean Celtic went yep. out and spent £5 million sure. on, on Barkas there's no doubt he's a good goalkeeper but the young, the young kid could be a top goalkeeper in the years to come. William, a quick word before we go for the news. Uh, what about Scotland tonight and the other night with uh, so many Celtic players past and present in the spine of that team and Ryan Christie, um, yeah, maybe uh, the best of all of them in the night? So That's another point as well. So looking at the, the Scotland team from the Serbia game, I think O'Donnell, Gallagher, Robertson all got released by Celtic. Tierney almost got released. Also has a story about being in the gym and getting left out of the under-19 game and getting drafted into the first team. So it just shows that there's also an issue there with the, the youth development coming through. But um, the result of the other night was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Um, obviously the best I've ever seen. The last time Scotland were at Euros, I was only four. Um, yeah. So I can't remember yeah. anything about it. Or the, the World Cup, I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah. Um, but obviously looking at the team, there's there's more capability to go forward and do well, possibly qualify from the group stage. Um, Croatia aren't as strong as they used to be. Nope. Obviously, England are mm-hmm. unbelievable when they, they perform. But obviously, you've got the likes of Lewis coming through, the 21s, Porteous, McCrory. So, there's obviously, there's talent there to come through as well. It's happy days, isn't it? Listen, thanks very much. That's a good call. We're back with more after the news. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Football show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. 
countdown very much on to kick off Israel against Scotland. 7.45 kick-off. We had the big win in Serbia last Thursday. We lost, played well on Sunday, as you were saying, Barry, but we couldn't get the goal. But tonight, you're feeling confident. Yeah, bring it on. I've got every confidence in that this group of players. I'm sure he'll, he'll make um, a few changes, go back to the starting 11 that started last Thursday night in Serbia. And the boys will, will go into the... Um, the next group I've no doubt in my mind about it they're, they're playing with real confidence and they're a real good watch as well now That's Barry Ferguson the former Scotland captain Rob McLean is with us the voice of football who's commentated on so many amazing occasions over the year and is getting ready for the Euros 2020 yeah. and 2021 you'll be live Looking forward yep. to that Paul yeah those games that are uh, just uh, just over 200 days away we're counting them down uh, day by day Is that the uh, first thing you see in the morning? Morning! <laughs> yeah 200 <laughs> and, and days to Wembley um, but no we're counting down of course to kick off uh, for Scotland here tonight looking to see hoping to see Scotland uh, on the front foot yeah. uh, right from kick-off as they've done in recent times pressing high up the pitch and, and just putting their stamp all over Israel I think they're awkward opposition tonight Israel uh, we've played yeah. them now five times in a couple of years uh, the, the players know each other inside out that sometimes can lead to teams cancelling each other out they do have a threat up front but it's just so important that Scotland pick up where they left off in the last two games Yeah, I don't think we'll underestimate them there's no doubt in my mind about that they've got some handy players as well some decent technical uh, players um, but uh, look the manager he, he's, he's been in the game long enough to realise that he yeah. they went through it the last couple of days and they'll be fully focused on on doing the job tonight and getting the three points the manager looking to capitalise on the chances yes any football manager they'll always say that if you're creating chances the goals will come certainly we created chances in the last game it's very rare when you're playing against someone off equal ability that you're going to create 10, 12 chances in the game. You're going to create three or four, maybe five or six if you're lucky, if you play really well. And then you have to capitalise on that. You have to make sure that you, you take the chances when they come. Because as we, as we learned on Sunday, if you don't take the chances, you can get punished. Yeah, I mean, a, lo- a lot of people focused on Ollie McBurney, didn't they? And the yeah. he'd a trick of chance, good chances in the game, which maybe on another day, on a more confident day, he would have he would have stuck one of them away. But actually, the two biggest saves for the the goalkeeper, the Slovakian goalkeeper, was Lee Griffiths right at the end of the match, and also the Kenny McLean's header, in which he just about just about did everything right, Kenny McLean. But it's, it's when you start listing those listing those chances, as Stevie Clark said there, that you realise it was incredible that Scotland didn't score. Yeah, listen, the great thing is we're creating the chances and people are there to at least take the chance, not go in the back of the net. Um, as I said, we look sound defensively. I don't think we look like conceding. If they do get through, we've got a real, well, we've got two top class goalkeepers at this moment in time, but we look a real threat going forward. We, we press high up the pitch. It's just that I'm just really enjoying watching Scotland. Ryan Jack, he's been in tremendous yep. form. You said he was one of the... I mean, they were all standout on Thursday. Yep. He's been talking about the energy levels in this squad. Yeah, I think obviously we knew before we came away on the trip it was going to be a big trip for us and we knew we had the final, which we knew there was going to be pressure on and as there always is in cup finals. But I think as players, we kind of handled that. I think the manager kind of tried to keep everything basic and what we have been doing there was no real change and build up to the game so for us in Slovakia game there was there was changes as well so for us as players it's just you got to refresh recharge and go again 
He's operating at a really high level at the moment, isn't he? Ryan Jack playing big games in Europe. You think of that game against Benfica in Lisbon, uh, how much of a key player he is for Steven Gerrard in the, in the Rangers side. And, he, and he's becoming that. He, he's actually not got that many caps. He hasn't played that much for no. Scotland so far for someone who's, I think, maybe 28, Barry. But um, he, he's, he's top drawer, isn't he? And, and that partnership with, with Callum McGregor in the boiler room for Scotland just gives you confidence, doesn't it? Yep, he's, he's improved um, every single season since he's come into Rangers. Um, and I thought Ryan Jack and McGregor together last Thursday night, um, they were exceptional. I thought their game management, they used their experience, obviously played a lot of big games in Europe. I thought two of them struck up a real good partnership in there and... And I, I think the manager, I mean, you look at the midfield that's going to start tonight, which I think will start Jack McGregor and McGinn. It's real good quality. Um, I like McGinn in that forward um, position. I know he played a bit deeper in, in Sunday against Slovakia. I like when McGinn's let off a leash and let him bomb forward and get beyond the, the forwards at the time. That's a good trio in there. I think it's a real strong trio as well. Kieran, Kieran Tierney was amazing oh. in that game. Um, and it just it did, it did create yeah. a, a potential problem for Stevie Clark because so good was he at yeah. left wing back that you think, wow, bombing down the line, yeah. getting great balls into the box. But of course, that is Andy Robertson's position. And, and Tierney was, was equally impressive on the left side of the back three in Serbia. Yep. Um, Tierney it brought back to his Celtic days um, yeah. bombing, bombing forward yeah. and, but you know what I love about he's, he's aggressive and I don't mean over the top aggressive he's just desperate to win mm-hmm. I, I love seeing that sort of attitude in a player and I think that sort of attitude's throughout this full squad now um, they've got a real attitude to win a real appetite to win uh, the games of football we're playing Rob, Barry are we ready? let's yes. get someone one step closer to winning a Playstation 5 ready? Let's go. PS Five Aside on Go Radio with Indigo Unified Communications, making IT easy. Yep, so we've hooked up with Indigo Unified Communications, the team who make IT easy, to give away a brand new PlayStation 5 and FIFA 21. The current players are never without these. They want them, don't they, Barry? And that's what they I'm, do. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to get one for my, my middle um, yeah. child, Kyle. He's, he's 21 and he's won a PlayStation 5, but they all play this FIFA. I mean, you just look at it. I mean, the 30 year olds in. And um, football teams now, it's, it's it's the craze just now. So I'm struggling to get one. I'm not allowed. I've just been told with James the producer, That's I'm right. not allowed to yep. enter the competition, which I'm I'm disappointed in. <laughs> you could get it for Christmas. Somebody listening is going to win and walk away with this on Friday's show if they win our game PS Five Asides. Today's contestant on the line now is a Celtic fan, Stephen from Wishaw. Stephen, good evening. Hi there. How are we doing? Ah, we're good. How are you feeling? Hi, not bad. Not yeah. bad. Uh-huh. Looking forward to Scotland tonight We'll come to that in a moment or two And then at the weekend Celtic back in action against Hibs That's always a, a huge match isn't it Barry? Yeah it's, a, uh, Celtic. Yeah. yeah it's a great place to go and play Easter Road um, And look Celtic had a great victory at Fir Park I, I thought the first 45 minutes against Mono Celtic were exceptional um, When you play away from home You always expect the home side to have a wee bit of the play But once they got that third goal they were they were always going to win the game Celtic and Hibs, Hibs are looking to bounce back as well aren't they because uh, having lost to, to Aberdeen pretty 
comprehensively at Pataudry and, and uh, Jack Ross is a year in the job today uh, as as Hibs manager uh, so they'll be looking to uh, stamp their credentials all, all over that game uh, so it should be a cracker at Easter Road Saturday Alright Stephen we'll come to that in a moment or two you're ready here's how the game works you have 50 seconds on the clock Rob is going to ask you as many Scottish football questions as he can in 50 seconds if you don't know the answer say, say pass after the 50 seconds is up, we'll tally up your correct answers. And if you top the table at the end of the week, you will win the PS5. Uh, James from Dumbarton, last night he's in the lead with six, so you have to beat it. I can tell you, Stephen, uh, James did it with me beforehand. I got seven, so if I can get seven, right. uh, I'm confident for you. Just relax. <laughs> How long did you yeah, have? Go, go, go. Well, same time, 50 seconds. No, I thought, you, you took about 25 minutes, didn't you? Oh, Paul? right, OK. <laughs> Listen, I'm, just, yeah. I'm like Scotland at the Euros. I'm just happy to be taking part. Oh, great, Stephen. Ah, yeah. Good lad. Good stuff. So... 50 seconds if Rob starts to ask the final question um, we have to stop it we're not it's not I one of those where, Monday, you, you know that, that, that it's, it's not the old I've started I'll finish stuff on Mastermind not, indeed <laughs> who okay. made these rules up right and you and I we're not allowed to give any you and I'll do the scoring okay Barry Ferguson doing the scoring oh my Stephen god okay. remember Stephen's a Celtic fan That's a <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll be hard but fair yeah, oh, always. of course you will always right Stephen standing by Rob yep. you ready yep okay Clock starts now. What is the name of the only Scottish winner of the Ballon d'Or? Pass. Who did Celtic sign Ryan Christie from in 2015? Andal What nationality is Dundee and Rangers legend Claudio Canigia? Slovakian. Who succeeded Martin O'Neill as Celtic manager? Gordon Strang. What team does Scotland international Leanne Crichton play for? Pass. What are the hosts of the 2022 World Cup? Qatar. What was the score the last time England men's team played Scotland? 2-2. Which former Rangers player is manager of Arsenal? Um, uh, Arteta. How how many trophies did Brendan Rodgers win with Celtic? Nine. Eight. Sorry, eight. Who did Celtic sign Lee Griffiths from? We're all over. Did I get hubs? No. Okay, we will give the answers and, and then we'll tell you. Um, Does, d- has Barry had these questions already, or can yeah, we? Let, let me ask you. Let, let me ask yeah, you I've had them. Was it Dal? Was it Dal It was the Baron Dorwin. All right. Well, let's do it now. So we'll ask right, okay, Barry. Okay. Barry, what's the name of the only Scottish winner of the Ballon d'Or? Dennis Law. Well, well done, Dennis Law. Rob. Enough. You're doing the questions. Up. Yeah. <laughs> who, <laughs> who did Celtic sign Ryan Christie from in 2015? Inverness. I said yeah, Aberdeen. Yeah. Okay. What nationality is Dundee and Rangers legend Claudio Canigia? Argentinian. Correct. What did you say? I guess. Slovakian. Slovakian. I was uh, just a guess. Yeah. Guess. yeah. Um, you got Gordon Strachan uh, succeeding Martin O'Neill as Celtic manager. Uh, what team does uh, Scotland international Leanne Crichton play for? Glasgow City. Uh, the hosts of the 2022 World Cup. Qatar, you got that one. Yeah. Yep. And the score, the score of Scotland's men last played England. Two two. Yep. Uh, Mikel Arteta, you got uh, eventually <laughs> after racking your brains. For <laughs> no, the range. no, I was going to say uh, no, no, no. And then you got uh, no, you no. You, were, you were doing the, the old countdown with Brendan Rodgers and how many trophies uh, he won with Celtic. You, you started nine, you worked down to eight, but it was actually seven, wasn't it? Seven. Seven. Because of course it was two trebles, and then he left yeah. after the league yeah. cup, wasn't it? it was February before yeah. the Scottish Cup and before the league was finished. Yeah. And then yeah. and Celtic. Why did you not ask me that one, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, and so, you knew the answer. Um, 
And Celtic signed Lee Griffiths from Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I actually, I thought, I thought when I was asked that a couple of days ago, I, yeah, I, I, I said Hibs as well. Did you? Yep. Yep. I, I said Wolves. Yep. I thought Hibs. I get nineteen out of twenty. Oh, yeah. Twenty questions. Crack questions in there. Uh, Barry that wrote the questions. <laughs> uh, so five out of uh, nine we got in. Steve, it's good fun though, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, no, I was as I say, man, it was good to take part and stuff. So I, yeah, cut cut the trick questions, but fair enough. But you're winning the FIFA 21 anyway, so that that that's good from Indigo Unified Communications. Take the team making IT easy. So FIFA 21 will be on its way to you. Awesome, thanks very much. Man. Nobody leaves empty-handed, no, it's as great. they say on the yeah. best quiz shows. Here on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Uh, Stephen, what about this match then on Sunday? Are Celtic going to kick on, do you think? Uh, it's been a tough time, some good results, but there was also uh, a few stumbles as well. What do you reckon this weekend? I, th- I, I think it's a massive weekend, especially with Aberdeen. Aberdeen Ibrox, I'm right in turn. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I, I think McInnes has got a good record there, so... Um, Celtic need to it's a must win game for Celtic and um, because Rangers are blown every day away at the moment so I, I, I think it, all games are must wins for both teams but you know Jack Ross every day we've seen at the start of the season um, you, you know they're, they're a stick on for third but I think he's been through a bit of a, a bumpy patch at the moment if I'm, if I'm right in saying that yeah. so both massive games and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting just domestic football back anyway not that I don't like uh, the international no. game it's good and all but you know everybody's Everybody's looking at the 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 old firm this year, really, aren't they? For sure. Yeah, I, I think Celtic will go to Easter Road and blow them away. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I, uh-huh. I've got a feeling. I fancy a thousand. I think somebody's due due one. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. I do. You know, with the French boys, with Edward, Edward, I don't know what's been going on with him and in Cham. Well, look at his performance. Contact. But look at Edward for the French under twenty ones. Am I right in saying that he's became their all time record goal scorer for he the French under twenty ones? Yeah. That, that's, and and Celtic amazing. really need him. They, yeah. they need him. They, they need him back. When when he's on form, yeah. there's no doubt about it. And I've said it countless times. He's the best player in Scotland, yeah. and he's on form. Neil Lennon just needs to find a way to, to make sure his head's right. I mean, see see if the guy does want to move. He needs to start performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's uh, the problem that he's got now. That's what Neil Lennon will be saying. Listen, when you come to Rangers and Celtic. Everybody's ambition is to go and play at the highest level. Edward will be the same, but he needs to start scoring goals. Yeah, I mean, we, we were speaking about this with Darren D on last night's show. Um, I mean, you know, ha, is is that uh, is that him kick started again, Odson Edward? That he's that he's broken the under twenty one French yep. goal scoring record and incidentally re- replacing Moussa Dembele as the as the record oh, holder. Wow. Yeah. Pretty incredible. that two Celtic players, one replacing yep. the other, or or you know, or you know, is he performing? For, at top revs for Celtic at the moment was there maybe something of a refresher for him to be playing with the French under 21s because he it hasn't been happening mm. for him since that opening weekend hat trick yeah well he, he started off pretty slow and then um, obviously it was all the transfer hype and then obviously he got Covid-19 so it's been a bit of a stop start season for him as you say he's went and, and broke that record um, for the French under 21s um, so I would imagine he'll come back full of confidence and, and ready to go the good question is Edward or Dumbelli? Who do you think is the best one? Oh, good question. Well, Stephen, what do you think? Edward. You watched them. Edward. Edward. Yeah, 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 but I, yeah. I, t- I would take Edward yeah. all day. He's, so, got, he's got a lot more about it. Different, player, different players, it? really. And Dumbelli's yeah. more you kick it up to where you hold it up. Ed, Edward reminds me, and this is a bold statement, but see the way Henri sort of cuts in off the wing. Mm-hmm. He's more, he's more, he'll more take a player on, whereas Dumbelli, mm-hmm. I would say, he's more of a target man. He would hold, hold the ball up and 
you know, I said, no, they can't play Denberry, but if you're asking me I'd rather than the team just now, it would be uh, a fit and fire in Edward all day. Although yeah. Denberry's done it in the Champions League at Man City last year and then, of yeah. course, the overhead kick with Celtic <laughs> against Man City as well. So, you know, both great, both great players. Stephen, you make some great points. What would you say then if Dumbelli was, you know, listening? What would you say to him for the next six well, months? He, get? Because he has an affection, you'd have thought, given that the Ed, way Edward, 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 I beg your pardon, Edward. Yeah, what would you say to Edward? I was thinking about Dumbelli well, there. I'm what would you say? I'm hearing, I don't know if there's any truth in this that the French boys, they don't get on with it. Not that they don't oh. get on with him, but I've heard that he's, they think he's a bit of a bully. I don't know whether there's any truth in that oh. or not, but obviously back in the day, even but, not so long ago in 2010, when the yeah. last time Lennon was here, you could have a go at players. It seems to be a snowflake generation. I don't know if Edward and then Cham, etc. fall into that category, but I think they should just knuckle down. And as Barry was saying, you know, if he's want a big move, he's going to need to score goals. Whether, you know, the, the body language is all wrong for. I don't know if it's a French thing in general. You know, they think they're they think they think they're better than the Scottish teams or whatever. But when they walk about, the, the heads down, the shoulders are slumped. You know, and it's just. If it was my advice, I'd say get your head down, score some goals if you want a move, you know, because nobody's going to take him in the current form. Maybe he'll get a, a move to, you know, a championship club, but is that better than a, a Celtic? Not, not for me. Different culture, Barry. Maybe things lost in the tr- in the translation because Neil Lennon is passionate. Yeah, but he's proved in the past that he, he can be a top player for Celtic. Um, look, the, the, I've got no problem with, with players coming to, to Scotland and, and having the... The belief that they can go and play at the, the highest level. And listen, Edward's no different to a lot of players. Uh, even I've played it at Rangers, and obviously it's it's been at Celtic. Um, everybody wants to aspire and play at the highest level. And if he wants to go and do that, I, me personally, I think he could easily go and play in the top six in the Premier League. But nice. first and foremost, he needs to get his form back for Celtic and start scoring goals. Because when he plays, let's be honest, we Celtic are a different team. And to yeah, be honest, he. Well, he, 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 he he never he never gets that excited anyway. I mean, he, he sometimes looks like he's out for a Sunday afternoon stroll when he uh-huh, even when he's yeah, rattled in a hat yeah. trick. I mean, that's that's just the way he is. But what a talent! And mm. um, you know, it would be great for all Celtic fans to to think that he can get back to to his top form again because that that could put them back in the the box seat for for getting title number ten. Mm. Stephen, for, for me, sorry, just before I go, for me, the best Celtic, uh, the best football Celtic have played post Brendan Rodgers is when. Edward and Griffiths were both playing up front. I know the three five two he's changed, he's went back to a four two three one, whatever, but effectively Griffiths is also a central Celtic if you ask if you ask me. Yeah. Don't think many would disagree. Yeah, a hundred percent. I've said that he's the most natural goal scorer in Scotland, mm-hmm. Lee Griffiths. Yep. Uh, it's just good to see him back playing um a bit of football. Great to see him back in the, the national team. I've been Great. crying out. I would like to see they two play when he's fully fit. I think Dykes and Griffiths could be yeah. what a partnership that could be. Thanks very oh, much, Stephen. Thanks for calling and you're you know you're winning uh, FIFA twenty one. Not a problem, you take care. Thanks Thanks cheers. You too. cheers. We're gonna to speak to Leanne Crichton shortly. Um Rob, she's been playing, of course, uh, in Iceland. Playing yeah. and scoring for Glasgow City in the women's champions league. Uh, Glasgow City have reached the last 32 after beating Valour on penalties. And we'll be hearing from Leanne after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Rob McLean. Just over an hour till kick-off, Israel against Scotland. And the buzz is rising for this match. Number three on the trilogy, on the road, the win in Serbia. A narrow defeat in Slovakia, but surely tonight, Barry Ferguson, a Scotland victory. 
Yeah, I think they'll get the victory. It's, listen, it's going to be tough. It's been close the last few games um, against Israel. But I think the confidence has is, is got to be sky high uh, with this squad. And I think the manager will go back to his, what I'd probably say he's tried and trusted, that done ever so well in, in Serbia. And I can see the boys uh, getting the three points which is needed tonight. Rob, the headlines today saying last night with under-21s, the Greek tragedy losing 1-0 in Greece. That was disappointing. Yeah, it was because it's such a talented bunch of players and you would have loved to have seen them get the opportunity to play in a major championship. It hasn't happened for our under-21 team since uh, 1996. Mm. Uh, and we're just that one result away from doing it. It would have been great, Barry. Yeah, I, I was disappointed when I, I, I seen the result. I look at that squad that, that Gemmell's got there's a lot of good quality in it um, a lot of players playing first team football and it would have been great for these guys um, to go and experience um, a, a tournament so really disappointed that, um, but listen they've just got to dust themselves down and, and go again and of course the Scotland women's team have got a couple of big games coming up Paul as well looking forward to the, the game in Lisbon against Portugal followed by the, the home game at Easter Road against Finland uh, those two teams both above Scotland in the group at the moment But so so that's the chance for Shelley Kerr and her team to try and dislodge those two um, and get to the top of the group looking to qualify for the European Championships Interesting the focus is back on the women isn't it because yeah. they had such a great run 2019 Covid obviously decimated so much and it's taken a bit of time to co- come back again Glasgow City did well of course getting to the quarterfinals of the Champions League we'll speak to Leanne shortly and now hopefully Scotland under Shelley Kerr yeah. going to do well Yeah, yeah. we had Caroline Weir on the show yeah. on Monday Barry. She was great she was, yeah. yeah she was great wasn't yeah. she and, and I mean she she's uh, enjoying success at club level as well I mean we, we look at the, we look through the men's team and we look at the, the, the Man United's and the Liverpool's and the Aston Villa's and, and all the rest of it but, but you can do the same thing with the, with the Scotland women's squad as well I mean they've got the, the Arsenal trio who missed the, the last internationals mm-hmm. they're, they're back in the squad for this one I mean Caroline Weir has just won the, the FA Cup um, for the second season running with Man City Yeah when, when I had a look at the squad that, that's something that, that jumped out at me um, the amount of um, women that are playing at top clubs and it, it's great to see um, it just shows you that there's a lot of quality in that, that Scotland team and there's a lot of the players playing at, at top level of the game and, and do you know what in the last couple of years it's great to see the women's football's in a real high just now so many headlines today the big headline hopefully will come later tonight in Israel Rob you've covered matches there in Israel um, over the years yeah, yeah I have, have yeah. Tel Aviv yeah, I've played. Yeah. You played, yeah. yeah I've played there where did you play? Um, Tel Aviv yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was against Hapwell yep you weren't in Jerusalem with Rangers yeah no. I was there as well Be- against Beitar Jerusalem yeah, that was a beautiful stadium yeah it was I, was remember, it? I was on that it trip it was roasting and hot it was about 35 36 degrees did um, you get a chance to have a wee tour have a, a look at the Holy Land no we yeah. didn't we didn't um, we flew in the day yeah. before and we went straight to the hotel then trained and then um, slept and then up and played the game um, but what I remember in Israel, it will not be as hot as it was when I yep. played back then, but it was um, great atmosphere as well. Sadly, again, there'll be no fans tonight for the, the Scotland boys. Well, we're going to, it's not warmer climbs, it's Iceland. She's on the line now, we said a few moments ago, and we're delighted she's on. Leanne, good evening, Leanne Crichton. Hi guys, how are we doing? Hi, yeah, we're good, thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Leanne, yeah. it's about time you started scoring goals. Are the rumours true oh, of a Crichton goal? <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know how don't many start. times I don't know how many times I've told her she needs to add goals to her game. Well, she was listening, obviously, <laughs> wasn't she? Weren't you, Leah? It, 
it's because for so many years I've modelled my game on bands. That's decent. All the sideways passing. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. No, I managed to get on the score sheet tonight, but luckily, well, we were unlucky not to hold out in the ninety minutes, and we went the full hog again, which seems to be our way of doing things. But thankfully, we've we've managed to get there in the end. But yeah, I'm assuming you're a bit warmer in the studio than it is over here because well, you know what it's like eight, in here. Eight, we're we're, 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 yeah. we're, we're bailing so in here. Did, did you did you take one of the penalties? <laughs> I did. I had I hit the first one. And scored. Um, oh, what you like? Yeah. I know. I know. Pressure. To be honest, Leanne Ross would normally hit the first one, but she was out injured for this game, so the pressure was on. Um, it's a, a lonely place once you walk up there, but thanks, I put it away. Right, where, um, where did you put it? The, Down the middle? I, no, I went to my right hand side. Keeper was the keeper was probably but she was pretty big. She was for a female goalkeeper, maybe mm-hmm. six two, six three. Um, so I, I kind of just thought keep it away for the keeper's height. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ten, that's the tenth tenth season in a row, Leon, that, that Glasgow City have made it to the round of thirty two. It is Rob. Uh, it's incredible actually when you think of the, the size of the club. I actually think Valour was possibly the, the team that they first beat um ten years ago to, to get um yeah. as far as that, yeah. Um but no we're, we're super chuffed. I mean the club are always striving to do more and, and progress each year. This year's probably been the toughest with the investment at other clubs and um, a couple of players have moved on and a couple of players will move on but to still be kind of knocking decent teams out at this stage of the tournament um, you know it's a credit to the club How were the conditions on the pitch? We were on the, the 4G on the AstroTurf mm. which is never great but we're used to that just because we, we play so many games back in Scotland but I've, I've genuinely never been as cold I think when we started it, it was probably minus 7 <laughs> Um, the sun was out at that point which wasn't too bad but mm. the second half the sun had dropped and I think it pro- they said it felt maybe about minus 10 it was the coldest I've ever been that, that was the toughest challenge in the game just mm. physically like your hands your feet your face even trying to speak to people <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to get the mouth going which is, is the biggest part of my game is yeah. mouth and all so <laughs> yeah, we would never, never <laughs> we'd never have guessed that and, and, I think, and I think you fi- and I think you find out Leon on Tuesday who you've got in the, the drawer are you going to be seeded in that draw? Rob, I've no idea. I, 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 we always get the uh, rough end of the I think as, th- as things stand, to... I think as things stand, you would be seeded, which would help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it will help. It's quite a quick turnaround. I think that match will take place uh, before Christmas, possibly the 18th or 19th. So it, it makes the schedule pretty hectic for us heading into the winter break. It's kind of two or three weeks that we've got off, but. You know, any team that really is a big team, and the fact that it's been one-off games up until now, it's probably added a bit of spice to the, the tournament. I've preferred it because coming over here today it would have been a different approach as well. You would have tried to be smart and stay in the game. You need to come and you need to try and win, um, and I've actually enjoyed that. You don't need to think about trying to get a good result and head back home and think about away goals and, and stuff like that. Um, so we're much looking forward to the round of 32 as well. And talking of hectic schedule, of course, you've got the Scotland Games upcoming. We'd uh, we'd Shelley Kerr on the programme last week. We'd, we'd Caroline Weir on with us on on Monday on the back of her FA Cup win two weeks ago with Man City. And and of course, the three Arsenal players are back in the squad. They weren't in the last squad, um, and and a couple of others back in as well, including Fiona Brown. So so it's looking at a really strong squad, isn't it? It is, yep, and it's a, a bigger squad than what we would normally carry, I think, due to the, the circumstances with the testing and stuff like that, just to play it on the, the safe side. But great to see the three girls back in from Arsenal and Fiona Brown's had a, 
incredible um, comeback over the last year or so again with injury and, and she's fought against all the odds to, to continue her career almost. She was at a point where I think she was told she, she might never play again and to see her back on the pitch at club level and to get the call back up to the national team is a boost for everybody because you can see um, and you can feel, you know, Finland, we were disappointed with the result but what we've got is what I've seen on the pitch with the, the men's side last week is that togetherness and, you know, the, the girls just want to play for each other and um, when somebody's out and not doing too well, the whole team feels that. So having those girls back will be a huge boost. Leanne, were you, not, were you disappointed yeah. not to start the last few games for oh. Scotland? You know me, you know I'm always disappointed not to start the game. <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you think you've got a chance? Obviously you came on the last game, didn't you, and scored? Was it Finland? You... Yeah, I came, on, I came on in both games. Okay, it's one of those ones, listen, I can only do what, what I can do and any time I meet up, I give my all every training session, um, every game. I understand that the squad is so strong, I could never be disappointed because I look at the players that are on the pitch ahead of me at times and they deserve to be there as much as me. All I can do is when I get that chance and I get on the pitch, I give it my all and I try and just do that little bit different um, that other players perhaps don't offer. So I'm looking forward to this double header. I think the squad's even stronger now and when you bring the likes of Kim Little back into the midfield as well, Lisa Evans, um, you know, positions become even tighter uh, to get on there. So it is what it is. The team need to turn around what a, you know, a disappointing result over in Finland. Yeah. Two must-win games, I think, for us, and we'll certainly set out to do that. Leanne, before you go, Rob wants to give you an exclusive. He's got the Scotland team, the men's team, for tonight. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. you to guess. Right, I'm going to get you to guess it though first, and then I'm going to confirm oh, if no, you've got I it don't. right. No, okay, right. So, so it's, well, it's the same team. Uh, Leanne has started in, Ser- in uh, Serbia uh, last Thursday. So yeah. it's David Marshall in goals, mm-hmm. McTominay, Gallagher, and Tierney the back three, O'Donnell and Robertson the wing backs, Jack and McGregor in front. Uh, then it's McGinn and Christie supporting London Dykes. How do you fancy that? Brilliant, yeah. Top team. Um, it was the exact same team that I had I had picked um, ahead of the Serbia game. thought the boys were outstanding. I really felt for them at the point they conceded at 89 minutes. I just thought, what an absolute sucker punch. Um, but to get through extra time the way they did and go on and get that result, I'm sure they would have been disappointed with the result that followed at the weekend. Um, but tonight's another opportunity for them to go and play and I think it's only right that those boys have, have got that chance again to go and get the job done. Leanne, are you back tonight or are you off to the ice bar? Are you going to... <laughs> no, 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 chance, no chance of that. We're straight home tonight. Um, the bus is leaving in the next 10 minutes. We should be back in Glasgow, I think, for just after 11 o'clock tonight. Um, straight to bed, get up and get going for the weekend tomorrow. Oh, boring. Yeah, ah, but she, she, they deserve it. I know. <laughs> no. I don't know. Have you been to the, the ice bar? In, been there. Uh, been there. It's a lovely yeah. place. Yeah. Was it Reykjavik you were playing yeah. on? Uh, yes, yeah, it was nice place. Yeah, Leanne, we've, we've seen none, none of it this time round. No, okay, guys, I, I know please, you're heading. Very much. Thanks so much for joining us, Cheers, Leanne. Leanne. Right in there. Cheers, Leanne. Super. Take it easy. Thanks, Ryan. You too. Isn't she brilliant? Straight on. Honestly, the bus is ready to go. Yeah. Uh, what a pity they can't stay for uh, Iceland's great fun. We had a night out back in the, in the day. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's good to yeah. look. I, I, I keep in contact with with Leanne in terms of how she's doing and yep. um, big football fan. Ah, she's uh, she knows her stuff. She, uh, yep. Um, and I've always said to her it's about time she started finding the back of the net and she'd done it so. All right. in fact well, I was just looking at the clock breaking a moment or two but so you're delighted with the line up yep no changes for me it's the strongest 11 yep. that's available and I mean you watched the game last Thursday they've done everything 
uh, correctly up until the 89th minute so no, for me that's the strongest team to go and get the, the three points tonight against Israel So he made eight changes on Sunday he's made another eight changes tonight yeah. <laughs> um, back back where we were but yeah that, that's a team that really does uh, inspire confidence and, and, and let's hope we're right to be bullish about this and, and hope that, that we can get the job done um, as they're, they're going to be awkward opponents this is not going to be a, yeah. a stroll in the park yeah. there's a lot at stake tonight um, I mean there's, there's, there's big money at stake if Scotland can take another step forward and, and be in that top group of, of seeds up the up the rankings up among the the group A uh, clubs um, and also just it, it would it might make World Cup qualification a whole lot more straightforward yeah. for us it's but it's just progression isn't it and we are seeing that game to game from Stevie Clark and if we get more progression progression tonight and I guess progression from Slovakia would be taking a chance or two um, of the the quality of opportunities that was created in that last game um, if if we can take another step forward Barry. Yeah, I agree with you. We're going to win this game tonight. Yeah, there's no doubt. And progression is playing against the top nations. And that's what the manager wants to do. I would imagine this is what this group of players want to do. Um, so the most important thing is, look, get the three points. A bonus for me if they play the way they did the last two games. But do you know what? It's all about winning tonight. The Bull Radio Football Show. Thanks to everyone calling in tonight to the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're with you every evening, Monday through Friday. And uh, we are looking forward to build up to the big match tonight. Only, what, just on, over an hour, an hour and two minutes to go. Barry, I love hearing from you, the insight. What's happening at this time now? They, I, again, they'll just be focused. They'll be de- desperate to go out and um, go on the pitch. They've probably went out when they've got to the stadium and out and sampled the pitch. Now it's about going in and just getting your your training gear on and getting the boots on and getting out and, and getting that vital. Because it's always I always felt it was always important to have a really good warm up, um, and that's what they'll be wanting tonight. But listen, this group of guys know what's at stake. Rob just mentioned it before the break. There, you can go and play against the elite nations, and it's all about making sure we we get the the vital three points look a great performance would be a bonus but for me it's just about this group of players going and pitting their wits against the better nations now let's hear from the man wearing the number eight tonight Ryan Jack you always want to look forward and the World Cup's huge as well so for us it's can we build on what we've achieved can we build on that and can we go and get to another major tournament because that that's what it's about for us it's about not just getting to one major tournament and thinking oh we've we, we need to stand still we've kind of achieved what we wanted we want to be a team and a squad of players that can can go and achieve kind of maybe back-to-back major tournaments or more success going forward so that's got to be the aim and it's important that we don't dwell on the other night and, and stand still Rob, he's quietly played himself in, into the team in the starting 11 and he's in a great season for Rangers and Scotland. Yeah, he's uh, got a touch of uh, class, a touch of authority about him in the middle. He combines, as Barry was uh, raving about earlier on, he combines so well with Callum McGregor. It's the end of a, a tough little spell for Scotland, isn't it? It's three games in a week. Uh, they've been on the road for a week, uh, observing all the protocols, obeying all the rules. You know, that, that makes it, less than relaxed when you're not playing the games doesn't it when you're having to be tested and you're having to go through all the all the hoops that you have to go through to to try to make sure that everything is okay uh, virus wise yeah but it, certainly it'll be different for a lot of the players as you say they need to go through rigorous testing all, all the time um, but I'm looking at this team there'll be a bit of freshness obviously eight of them getting rested um, so I think we'll come out the blocks pretty quick um, I don't know Israel's team I don't know if they've made a lot of changes um, 
we'll be fresh tonight um, and again uh, the the boys will be desperate to keep this this um, forum going because uh, the confidence is, is flowing through them my only issue always is when we're going well is we, we don't want to get too overconfident but look I think the manager we've got the proper manager in place He's, very, he's a calming influence as well I really like the way yeah. he, he goes about his business I love listening to his interviews a lot of people say he's quite there's a modesty quite, yeah, yeah but do you know what I think behind the four four walls of the dressing room I think he'll be right in amongst them making sure that they're, they're fired up for this Pat Nevin gave us an insight into him last week having yeah. played for so many years with him at Chelsea yeah. that he's got that uh, it's quite acerbic he's quite funny mm. uh, you know in, a, in an understated way Rob yeah, he has a yeah, character yeah he's got a dry sense of humour yeah. but, but I think he's meticulous uh, I think you yeah. I think you get that from not just speaking to him but speaking to the players as well they don't go out on the pitch without knowing every tiny little bit of information they, they need to he tweaks it when he has to from the sideline but pretty much they go into the game knowing exactly what is expected of them and I think you see that in the performances yep. and I'm just thinking about these three games I mean you just want to come out of all on a high don't you yep. the, the performance was great in Slovakia the result was disappointing just mm -hmm. because of the, the, the quality that Scotland produced so three games in a week and you just want to come out of this whole trip on a high and we're up among the big boys yep exactly and in terms of Stevie Clark as a manager as a coach if you want to put it that way Obviously, looked at him closely since he came up to Scotland and, and managed Kilmarnock. And you've seen his Kilmarnock teams that were well drilled. Yeah. And it's the exact same with this Scotland team. Every single player that's out in that pitch knows their roles and responsibility in the team. And that, that that's down to a lot of hard work on the training ground. And again, it's down to a manager that knows football inside out. And he knows how important this is. Could be the road to Qatar. The fact is it. Is another step on the the road to the World Cup in Qatar 2022, which is which is where we want to be. So from now on, really until April, the, the focus is on the World Cup. Is is this game can give us a chance to be in a playoff for it as a backup? So we want to keep progressing. And in football, you don't want to stand still because everyone runs past you. And and maybe there's a case of that. It's what happened over the last 20 odd years. So we don't want that to happen to us. Understated, Rob. Yeah, he is, absolutely. Um, I mean, one name that's in my mind from an Israel point of view tonight is Eren Zahavi, who's, who's on this great goal-scoring run. I mean, he's got a great uh, scoring record all round for, for Israel. He, he's top quality, there's no doubt about it. If he gets a sniff in and around the box, you know, he, he could well score tonight. And, and Scotland know all about him. Uh, Dabur is another top striker. He's not playing tonight. He's ruled out by, by coronavirus, so that doesn't do Scotland any harm. But they do carry a striking threat. They will get plenty of of respect but you just want to see Scotland uh, performing as they did against Slovakia quality wise but more to the point it was the 11 who started in Serbia and and it was it was a front foot performance and that's what we want to see Barry tonight yep 100% and in terms of Israel like the manager I went through them um, name by name they'll know every single player in that Scotland dressing room I'll know the threats um, that Israel bring um, as again that's good management for me and look at the end of this game tonight as you said Rob they could go and be playing against the top nations and this is what we want in Scotland we're in a real high just now and this group of players can take us in another high and I love what the manager says here forget about the Euros now yeah. <laughs> wait till next April yeah. um, forget about it now the focus on is the World Cup 
Yep, that can be on the back burner for now. Uh, we've got all that to look forward to. I was just about to do the number of countdown days, but I'm not going to do that again. Uh, well, there was a nice touch that I saw. <laughs> can we do a final postscript about last Thursday, Friday, Saturday? They were contacting, for example, Lyndon Dykes was on to his old manager, Gary Holt, and saying thank you yeah. for you know taking him to Livingston and giving him that chance to get to the yeah. Championship Club at QPR and Scotland. That's right, and he gave his and his first two Scotland matches. He gave his he gave his strip. One to Livingston and one to Queen of the South is the two, the two clubs who pointed him yeah. in the in the mm-hmm. right direction. He's obviously fairly confident that he's going to get quite a few other Scotland <laughs> strips to come. And well, you know, he's a he's a stick on certainty if he can stay fit, free of injury, continue it in this sort of form. I mean, his development has been absolutely spectacular. Now, I mean, we're to the point where you know some pretty good international defences would worry about facing up to his athleticism, his his movement, his touch, his goal scoring prowess. Yeah. Yep, it's a great story. Two years ago, playing in the Championship uh, for Queen of the South. And um, you've got to give them a lot of credit. They took a chance on him. And then you've got to say Livingston deserve a lot of credit as well. A lot of teams wouldn't have uh, touched Lyndon Dykes. Um, They went down to the Championship and he came in. And I thought last season he was the outstanding player for Livingston. Um, My only disappointment was that we never managed to keep him up here at a top club um, but he decided to go down to the championship and Rob see if he keeps progressing the way he's progressing there's no doubt he'll go and play at the highest level I still I still believe there's more to come from yeah. Lyndon Dykes mm-hmm. he's still yeah. at a good oh, yeah. age mm-hmm. he's still got a, a lot to learn but he comes across as a, a boy look he comes across that confident I, I, like, I quite like that kind of attitude but he knows if he continues to work hard, he can go places in the game. I'm going to ask you in a few moments before we wind up who's going to score tonight, what the scorelines will be. Rob, just winding up some of the other stories today, Celtic have revealed that Ayer and El Yanusi return. They can play at the weekend because obviously they were really badly affected by COVID the last time, but they are fit for this weekend, the domestic match with Hibs. Yeah, and, and obviously Moy El Yanusi has been on fantastic form for them pre-international break um, and Darren Adi on the show last night was raving about Chris Iyer and saying you know he is a 10 million plus defender he, he's, he's got he's got big value to them um, he's only maybe 22 I think now Chris Iyer so he's still learning the business but but a lot of people have criticised Iyer this season mm-hmm. uh, for, for Celtic but um, it was interesting to hear Darren O'D was eulogising about him last night and, and just saying that he's going to be a whole lot better. But even already, because of his uh, the presence he has at the back mm. for Celtic, he's a big player for them. Yeah, you can see he's certainly got potential. I don't think he's had a great season, no. uh, if I'm being honest with you. I think previous seasons he's, he's been very good for Celtic. I can see why clubs are, are monitoring him because um, he has got the potential for me to go and play. But you need to, he needs to bring a level of consistency now. Um, to the game but I think it would have been an outcry if both the players weren't allowed to play on Saturday I mean I read I think it was Monday or Tuesday they had three um, Covid tests yes. since yep. they've come back yeah. and they all uh, come back obviously negative and I was thinking to myself well surely they're, they're going to be allowed to play um, so again two big players for Celtic El Yanusi, he's been on fire the last couple of weeks again he had a bit of criticism yep Regarding the, the amount of money Southampton paid and I would have guessed that Celtic have been paying a, a, a decent um, loan fee and a, a va- vast majority of his wages but now he's starting to, to show people why Southampton paid that amount of money for him. And a final point earlier Ali McCoy had been saying what about Jack Wilshere for Rangers? Do you think it's going to happen Barry? <laughs> Put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. It, listen it's been going about now for the last two or three weeks uh-huh. um, since he obviously left West Ham um, he wasn't playing there. Yeah. I think 
in terms of quality, he's a, an outstanding midfielder. Um, you just need to watch the, the the times that he's played the game and the clubs that he's played with. Um, he's been one of the biggest clubs in Arsenal. He's an England international. Yep. Obviously, went to West Ham. It didn't really work out. So it'd be interesting to see if if Rangers did um, bring him up I would love to see a, a player of that quality come up and play in Scotland So final word before we go Rob the team no changes what do you think is going to happen in less than an hour Israel against Scotland I like a 1-0 win for Stevie Clark I think Stevie Clark likes a 1-0 win as well I, I do get the feeling in a game with him in charge that if Scotland can score get in front um, that that then we can hold on and we can protect that that score. Um, I think it's going to be one nil tonight for Scotland, and I think Lyndon Dykes is going to get the goal. Barry Ferguson, what do you reckon? I just want to make one, uh, but if you're asking my prediction, I think it'll be two one. I, I do. Um, I, I think they might score over there, um, Israel. Um, but I think we've got enough quality. I keep looking at that team, and I'm, people are jumping out at me. The level that these players are playing at, the obviously confidence they've had from last Thursday night they just need to take that into tonight look it's not going to be easy mm-hmm. they've got as Rob explained the, the, a few of the players that he'd mentioned there they've got decent quality as well yeah. um, they're not going to be a walkover so as long as your attitude's spot on we've got the quality to go and win that game tonight 2-1 Scorers what do you think I know it doesn't matter but uh, do you know what I'm going to go for Callum McGregor and Lyndon Dykes right, there you go okay Let's hope that is the case. We look forward, Rob, you'll be on tomorrow night. What's the music? It's, it's not going to be um, Yes Sir, I Can Boogie. That's for afterwards. Is this what's playing maybe at the moment in the dressing room? Let me tell you that I love you That I think about you all the time Caledonia, you call me That's a great one, isn't it, Rob? Oh, Just before that. we go. Yeah, yeah. absolutely love Ready that. Ready to get my shin guards and boots on you. <laughs> love that. How much would you love to be playing tonight again, Barry, for Scotland? Yeah, l- listen, uh, they, they guys have done something that I would love to have done. Well, last last yeah. Thursday, they've achieved it. And do you know what? There was nobody more proud than me watching that. Like you and, were really generous. And oh, you, listen, you, uh, yeah. brilliant... Uh, not just brilliant for that group of players but brilliant for us as a country it's been a long time it'll be 23 years yep. next summer, summer yeah. that's far too long so I, I believe with this manager we've got and this group of players that he's uh, gathered together uh, and we've got a way of playing I think the future is going to look bright for us and I think Stevie Clark there just moments ago summed it up for us well done last Thursday we've done it after all this time but put that on the back burner let's take a massive step now towards World Cup qualification which a win in Israel tonight would mean Rob McLean back tomorrow night Barry back on Friday on the programme can I go just now and yeah, get back, get watch back to watch it get the telly ready <laughs> this is a Go Radio football show with OPC Energy Limited thanks for joining us Go Scotland. See you tomorrow. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. 
Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. 